Hello. Welcome to My Camino, the podcast. I'm Dan Mullins, and it's great to have your company. A very special thank you to my Patreon sponsors. New to the team this week, Alan and Alison. Thank you for your kindness. You can sponsor me by visiting patreon.com forward slash Dan Mullins. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. It's great to have your company. The Camino is a series of pilgrimages across Europe, most of which culminate at the remains of Christ's Apostle St. James in the Spanish city of Santiago de Compostela, which translates as St. James under a field of stars. James's body was discovered in the 9th century in a Spanish field, and the Spanish church leaders built a majestic cathedral to house his remains, and it's the destination for most pilgrims who make their way along the many and varied Camino trails. The great thing about walking the Camino is you meet people from all around the world. People who are shy, people who are outgoing, people who keep to themselves, and people who are happy to be the life of the party. You can choose how much you share, and you can choose how far you walk, or how far you don't walk. You can choose where you stay each night, and you can choose from albergues or hostels that offer a bed for a donativo, a donation. You pay what you choose. And you can choose to stay in internationally renowned five-star hotels, too. And there are lots of options in between. It's your choice. And you can also choose to walk for spiritual reasons or for adventure. You can choose to walk with your head held high, taking in the sights and sounds of the Spanish countryside. Or you can choose to walk with your head down, solemnly, quietly, perhaps in reflection, wanting a deeper connection to the ancient trail. Some choose to continue their Camino after arriving in Santiago. They walk on to Mushia or Finisterre, the end of the world. Some choose to turn around and walk back to where they started. In any case, it's your choice. It's your Camino. It's your journey, and you are free to choose to do it how you wish. So many people are doing it tough right now. Across the globe, economies are tightening. It, it takes a certain courage to admit you're struggling. And the Camino is a great place to breathe light into those struggles. What's most important is we start to imagine a better life and to do something about it. Well, the Camino is a great place to start. I was lucky enough a few years back to be invited to Oxford in England, and I sat at the seat where Lewis Carroll wrote in his journal each day tales that would eventually be Alice in Wonderland. There's a scene in the book where the Cheshire cat is speaking with Alice. Alice says, Would you tell me, please, which way I ought to go from here? Well, the cat said, That depends a good deal on where you want to get to. Alice said, I don't much care where. The cat said, Then it doesn't matter which way you go. But Alice said, So long as I get somewhere. Oh, you're sure to do that, said the cat, if you only walk long enough. My guest this week is the American pilgrim Peter Larvin. Peter's on the line from Chicago in the United States. Welcome, Pilgrim. I thank you very much, Dan. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, you wrote to me, uh, you said that uh, American Pilgrim, who walked the Camino Francis in 2017 and inspired your journey to be a songwriter, a visual artist, a storyteller, and an executive producer. I can tick a couple of those boxes myself. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about you and the Camino. Let's start right at the beginning. How did the Camino come into your life? Well, um, at that time in 2017, I uh, felt like I was a broken person, uh, mentally, uh, emotionally, physically, spiritually. I had uh, lost my job. I was going through a divorce. I was um, the jury foreman on a uh, criminal trial that involved a, a suicide. <laughs> and um, physically, I had been involved in athletics my whole life. And uh I'd go to these big competitions and I just literally couldn't run. I could run about 10, 10, 10 feet. Um, and, and something was wrong. And so uh, I, I needed to press a reset button. And uh, that happened uh, one night when I was uh, reading uh, a book by Paulo Coelho, which is The Alchemist. Yeah. And this book uh, literally spoke to me. And um, let's just say I was instructed to follow the path. And I questioned myself uh, to where, and and the answer was to righteousness. So I said, "Well, I, I might, I must, I must. Uh, I think I need to go to church." Uh, so I did one day, and uh, I just moved uh, into a new town, 
And uh, when I went over to the church, I, I looked up and, and there was the name of the church, Santiago de Compostela. Wow. It's the only, the only church in the world that shares the same name as Santiago de Compostela, Spain. So there was quite a coincidence out of the gate. And so what was that moment like when you told yourself or, or heard a voice say, you need redemption, Peter? Well, the first thing I did was I wrote it down on a piece of paper. <laughs> I, felt, I felt that that was very important. And then the second thought was, I'm going on a journey. I don't know where. At first, my first thought was that it was going to be Jerusalem. Um, later, I find out that, you know, Rome's a big spot too. And then uh, a friend of mine said, hey, you know what? There's this other place. I don't know where it is or what it's called, but there was a movie called The Way with Emilio Estevez and Martin Sheehan. Um, that place is named in that movie. And so I did some research on that. This was before I went to that church and uh, the Santiago de Compostela popped up. I'm like, oh, okay. So I started doing a little research. So my pump was a little bit primed when I went to the church, literally the next day and up up there was Santiago de Compostela. Wow. So I, it was just a very interesting coincidence. Yeah, yeah. I guess that co coincidence is one word, but a calling I think is another what yes <laughs> why why were you so broken what, what had led to that was it overworking or stress or was it just a lacking of something in your life why um i would check all those boxes mm. uh, i was working very very hard had a record year uh, for what i was doing i was in um, operational management consulting and uh, i had blossomed like a rose in that business um but things went sideways a little bit out of my control. Um, you in the States, if you get summoned to be on a, a court uh, for, a, for a trial, you sort of have to go. <laughs> and so I got selected and that jury trial lasted uh, two weeks. And every day you're getting beat up on, on, you know, some bad behavior that you're observing and it just wears on you. And uh, going through a divorce also, um, at least the initial stage is just really wears on you because you have to make some big moves and you don't know what that means at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's a couple of big ticket items right there right now. And so the Camino, tell us about the actual walk in 2017. Yeah. I, um, I joined a group, uh, a group out of Madrid called Marley Camino had a package and it just felt, felt good. A small group, about 10 or 12 people. We did a, um, uh best of the camino segments type of a tour so it was like we'll do the uh the best walking segments and then we'll when we finish that day we'll bus to our next hotel or whatever it is and then and then uh, continue and then when we got to Soria, we walked that whole segment to the finish line <clears throat> and so you found yourself coming home um you inspired as you said in your email to me inspired by my journey i became a songwriter visual artist storyteller and executive producer let's go through them one by one tell us about the songwriting well um started off when, when i finished the camino and in front of the cathedral there's a stone plaque about 50 meters in front of it and it's in the shape of a scallop shell and our group everybody put their foot on that scallop shell and when I did, I felt very sad because here's all these friends that you've made connections with over the past, in my case, 15 days, and you're done. And you're thinking, what's next? Yeah. And then that evaporated very quickly. And suddenly it was like, oh, I get it. The journey's just started. Yeah. So I was very excited. And I had been dabbling just on one song uh, before the Camino, literally right before the Camino. I had finished it. And I said, okay. Let's, let's give it a, um, a go on subsequent songs. And I didn't know where it was going to take me, but uh, it just let's just say the creative juices took over and I just kept cranking them out one after another. And as you know, as a musician yourself, uh, you have to, when, when, you, when it says go on the creativity yeah. front, go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to go. That's right. It's a wonderful feeling too. So what do you do? Are you playing piano or guitar or cello? What are you playing? Well, that's the interesting part of it. I don't play any instruments. Oh. Uh, when I was in seventh grade, I played a coronet. Uh, that's the only musical training I have. Um, I just feel that I was given a gift. That's what I realized on the Camino. I have some gifts artistically. 
And and if I can combine those together, meaning the song, artwork, installations, and storytelling, um, I can create an immersive experience for the people that would like to follow uh, this journey uh, of music, this musical journey. Yeah. And in my, in my songs, they're all different genres. You can go from EDM, which is electronic dance music, to sort of folk, to bluesy, to hip hop. And it, it mirrors the Camino in many ways. You meet so many different people from all walks of life. So no, no one person's story is exactly the same. So my music is different and the genres are different. And each singer that I source uh, swims in their, sings in their own lane. Wow, I love that. That's great. And so the visual artistry, what what are you doing as a visual artist? So um, I have a series of paintings that I'm producing right now, 15. And the idea is that each uh, song uh, or certain songs will have a painting attached to it. So there's a uh, place along the Camino path called Alto del Perdon. Uh, I call it the height of forgiveness. So I wrote a song called The Height of Forgiveness. Then I did a painting that accompanies that particular song. Another example would be in Leon, there's the uh, cathedral there, the Santa Maria del Camino uh, Cathedral. And that cathedral also has a nickname called Lady of the Way. And so I wrote a song called Lady of the Way. And that uh, song is attached to a painting that I did as well. So I connect the song with the painting. Yeah, right. So this... this uh, uh, this journey that you're on, have you been surprised by your ability to be so creative? Yes. But on the other hand, I think it's been many, many years of just pent up uh, creativity that, that felt like it needed to be unleashed. Yeah. And it came in torrents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, I didn't expect it. And I think also I've been in the business world for a long time. And I think my business skills have helped navigate navigate this whole wild world of music and art. And um, not that I'm trying to take shortcuts, but it helps me navigate it quicker, and 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 avoid certain unexpected um, turns and hurdles and obstacles. Helps me avoid those so I can uh, move forward a little quicker than some people who are just learning the trade. Yeah, right. And so tell us that story. You say here that you're now a storyteller. Tell us that story about navigating some of those pitfalls and, and what you've learned then. Oh, um, that's a great question. Um, one thing I learned is that I, I go out of my way to tell people my story. And not everybody is going to jump on the bandwagon, but I've been very blessed that many artists that I've been working with, producers, there's two of those, um, one's in Seattle, one's in LA. Uh, there's a variety, I've worked with about 15 to 17 different singers. And, you know, I'd say half of those people are still there with me. I brought three of those singers over with me to Spain to sing my songs. Yeah. Um, for the town of Palace de Rey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. And the most incredible story is about Labyrintho del Camino, right? And th this incredible yeah. labyrinth that you've built in Palace de Rey. And I think most people would know that. You're 67 kilometers from Santiago, just a few days out. Uh, I know that town and I know it well. I was there in September last year. Tell us about the labyrinth. Yeah, well, that, that started with a song. And how that song started was is in the States certain towns, and this one I'm referring to is in California, um, there was a retreat center, the Mary and Joseph Retreat Center in uh, Rancho Palos Verde, and they hold annual mini Caminos. That's where they try to recreate the Camino experience, but it's not a, a, a bit a long, long walk. It's, you know, five to seven miles, and they'll go out in groups of pilgrims, and then they'll have activities afterwards. Um, in, in some of these um, events they'll actually have a pilgrim mass afterwards and so i went there and on this particular property which is about eight acres in the back they had a labyrinth and the labyrinth was designed like the uh the one in the uh Chartres cathedral in france which is generally considered the mothership of all labyrinths and i was inspired by that 
that journey on that labyrinth. I said, okay, I'm journeyman. Um, there's a journey there. I'll write about it. And when I wrote that song, I thought it was really cool. I, uh, the, the lead singer on that is Fernando Garcia from San Diego. And I said, well, what do you do? Now, I have a song. Now what do you do with it? Well, obviously, I'm going to go build something near the Camino Path in Spain. And that's how it all started. Okay, so you actually built a labyrinth outside Palace del Rey. Tell us the story. How did you go about it? How did you go about designing it, Peter? <laughs> well, I, I had a general understanding of a labyrinth. Um, it's not to be confused with a maze. A maze has many entrances and exits. Um, the movie The Shining has a maze um, that I refer to. But uh, a labyrinth really has one opening and one goal. And you don't have to think too much. You're not going to get lost. It's a meditative path. It's a prayer path. Uh, I call it an, um, an oasis for the heart and path for the soul. And so you just put one foot in front of the other and you go towards the goal and you might have a thought in your mind that you want to resolve. For many people on the pilgrim, I thought, okay, they're coming down this home stretch um, last hundred kilometers. And so they've had such a good time. They might have not really addressed the real issue. It gives them a second chance to address their issues. Uh, or it could just be um, another avenue of, of personal growth or soul searching. So that's sort of the, the general idea of the labyrinth. How I got there is pretty interesting. Uh, a woman who owns um, a pilgrim store along the Camino path in Palace de Rey heard of my songs on Spotify. And she reached out to me and said, hey, your songs might be good to be played in my store. And I think the pilgrims would enjoy that. So we started a conversation and then I said, now, where are you located? The store is called Susea Pilgrim Store. And she said, well, I'm in Palace de Rey. And at that time, I had been researching uh, 10 different cities or villages along the Camino path, the Camino Francis path. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go there and I'm going to go talk to the government officials. I'm just going to go. But, but this uh, Ava, when she contacted me, sort of interrupted all that. When I did the research on that particular city, it was like checking all the boxes, a small city that was dependent on the Camino probably strongly impacted by COVID. Um, pilgrims have to pass right through the city center. Um, do they have space available to build a labyrinth in that town? So I did it old school. I um, picked up, uh, I, I created an email and I sent it to the culture department, to Dabina, who runs the culture department, Palace de Rey. And uh, I waited, I waited. <laughs> I waited and finally I got a response and she said, love the idea. And we have the perfect location in Astracote's Pilgrim Park. They already had a huge park called the Pilgrim Park. And uh, that started the ball rolling. And so I went out uh, in September of 2021 to um, make a pitch to the uh, city officials, uh, engineers, culture department, the mayor, um, landscaping people and so forth to to um, see if this is something that they want to do and they embraced it and they they were just a wonderful partner all along and so that led to the installation of this labyrinth on May 7th 2022 and I must say um, uh, the region of Galicia was fantastic they provided a variety of volunteers uh, pilgrims stopped by to help um, had uh, various other third-party service providers such as uh, Beach Cities Creative that helped on the design as long as Paths of Peace. Yeah. So a lot of people helped this, um, helped this move it along. So tell us about the design, though. It's it's really quite a stunning design. How did you get that, and where did you get the concept and and the the design? Well, um, the, the the concept started with that experience I had when I. Well, I wrote that, I, I, I went to the um, Mary and James Retreat Center, so that got the ball rolling in my thought. And then when you write a song, and you know this, is that um, you're, you're working on that song for about six months. And so it's constantly in your brain. And then you start learning about what labyrinths are all about. And there was another organization that I ran into called the Labyrinth Society. And I just happened to be in uh, New York at that time on a business trip, and they just happened to have 
their annual gathering and they had all their folks there. So I learned a lot about labyrinths. And then there I started scribbling on a piece of paper in one of my books, um, labyrinth designs. And then I went through about 12 reiterations of that. And then I took it to the point where I needed a graphic artist. And that's where I sought out uh, Paths of Peace and uh, Beach City Creative to help me uh, formalize the design. Fabulous. And tell us about the opening in September last year. That sounds like an amazing day. Yeah, it was fantastic. And I again, I really appreciate the um, collaboration with the city of Palos de Rey. They were fantastic. Uh, we were talking about, hey, I'd like to do a give back and do a concert here. Let's have a grand opening. And I asked uh, Dabina, uh, who's with uh, Concello uh, Palos de Rey, which is the government uh, organization there, when do you think we should do it? And she says, well, you know, every year in September, we have an annual feast day that lasts three or four days. Wow. Why, why don't you join us and, and kick it all off? <laughs> so next day I know, um, and, and 6 p.m. on September 14th, 2022, um, we were there. Uh, we played uh, over 30 of my original songs. The first um, part of the show, I did storytelling uh, with a Spanish-English interpreter. And then we, I brought over a, a band that I put together called the Templars. And huh. so uh, <laughs> we uh, we had the band, three vocalists, uh, Maya Siobhan, Fernando Garcia, and uh, Trev Siebold. And we, uh, we made it into a little party in Palace de Rey. And we had about 400 uh, community members and pilgrims who were just walking along um watch our uh, show that night and uh, we actually tallied it 16 different countries so it was quite a blessing so why don't we have a listen to labyrintho del camino here we go labyrintho del camino is not amazing but you'd be amazed to learn this ancient symbol of awareness a place for pilgrims in silence allowing one to roam in discovery while its flow comes the soul Make it one spot if you hold. It's a journey into an encounter with a higher power, with a focus on love and magic within the process. I was called a journey on a winding path, reaching within mystery, a golden labyrinth. Arrived in España to stroll with my soul, saw a spiral of joy, and I gave up all control. Labyrinth's not a Neither box nor tower It's a symbol of awareness Leading to a higher power A wandering route For roaming in silence Weaving back and forth Providing spiritual guidance I breathe in peace Breathe out a more Enter labyrintho After knocking at the door Respiro paz Exhalo amor Entra labyrintho Tras llamada la puerta Knowing the world can change step by step. 
your correspondence to me that song was labyrintho del camino it it comes up on my uh my email as journeyman tell us about journeyman because i I think your 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 website which i'm going to tell everybody to visit after they finish listening to this interview is i am journeyman so tell us about journeyman yeah um well in, in, in music or whatever you're doing you have to be branded somehow and uh journeyman is my brand name I am Journeyman is my brand name. Now, how did that come about? I was in the music studio one night working on one of my first songs and a gentleman walks in who's a professional whistler and we needed a whistler. We need our whistler in in, uh, the song called Along the Way. And he walks in and he sees me there and he goes, who are you? (laughs) You And the producer explains to him that I'm the lyricist and, and, uh, you know, the owner of the record and so forth. But my producer was struggling with trying to describe who I was or why I, why I was really there. And he goes, well, he's 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 a journeyman. And as we know, a journeyman is a person that goes from here to there, working on a variety of different projects, utilizing a variety of different skills. So that's how the name uh, came about. And I started thinking about it a little bit more. And I'm like, OK, let's go with that. And I think because the whole Camino experience has been a journey in and of itself, it was very appropriate that I uh, keep that moniker. Yeah, fantastic. So if anybody's listening to this now, and I know a lot of people who are heading back to the Camino right now, I think this year is going to be very, very busy. Uh, but you are going to be at Palace del Rey on May the 7th this year. So that's really only about five weeks away. Well, it won't even be that. It'll be four weeks, I think. Tell us about what you have planned for May the 7th this year. Yeah, so I'm going to walk from Soria to Santiago, and um, along the way, we're going to stop in Palace de Rey for a couple of days. Uh, May 7th is, coincidentally, the one-year anniversary, and I thought it would be very appropriate to be there for the birth. So we're going to have a little picnic party uh, in Astacotes Park, about uh, 50 meters away from the labyrinth. And, you know, if pilgrims hear this and, and want to stop by and say hello, that's great. It's going to be from 2 to 6 p.m. in the evening. Um, translated, that's 1400 to 1800 in uh, European time. And uh, we're going to have some refreshments. Uh, we're going to talk about the Camino, the Labyrinth. Um, just going to have a good time. I have dancers, bagpipe player, and a uh, and a guitarist who will be playing um, uh, music to um, just entertain everybody. Yeah, fantastic. That's, so that's May the 7th, and it's in... You give us the name of the park. Your Spanish is better than mine. <laughs> it's Os, Os, O-S, Chacotes, C-H-A-C-T-O-S. Again, it's about 10 minutes from the city center, and it's opposite La Cabana Hotel, uh, along a little dirt road that leads right down to the labyrinth. There is a... Uh, you can get a stamp just before there. There's a little uh, a little hut where you get a stamp. And I think they do survey, don't they? They say, where are you from and where did you start? And, and then they'll give you a stamp. It's a little timber hut just on the left-hand side there. That's correct. So as you walk into Palace de Rey, you walk about two minutes and you'll hit that little hut. Yeah. You walk another 25 to 50 meters and you take a hard left turn down a dirt path. And um, there are 12 stones that lead down to the labyrinth on the side that that the border of that uh, end of the park. I call that the 12 apostles because there's 12 stones. So you follow the 12 apostles directly down into the labyrinth. Yeah. And between that and between the hut and the labyrinth is a picnic table and we're going to be right at that picnic table. Wow, fantastic. I know exactly where you are. And if you are in Palace del Rey 
and you're wondering about getting back in the evening, it's lit. That path is lit by those beautiful lights along the side there. They're like solar lights, but it's beautiful, the walk in the evening, isn't it? Yeah, it's fantastic. You're absolutely right. And at that time of the year, um, it's going to be staying light until about you know 10 p.m. Uh, so there'll be plenty of opportunity to go see it. Uh, I might also mention that um, the day before, Saturday, is World Labyrinth Day. And the way we're going to sell that, celebrate that is in the city center. I'm going to set up a table, and it's a coloring station. And we're going to have children and adults color a piece of paper that has the design of the labyrinth on it. And after they complete those designs, those colored designs, we're going to bring those down to the labyrinth and post those on the trees that surround the labyrinth. And so we're going to have sort of this labyrintho uh, art museum, so to speak. So, and then that'll be exhibited on um, May 7th, uh, the birthday of Labyrintho del Camino. Wow, how fantastic. Wow, it just sounds so good. Um, one, one of the things about labyrinths is you can measure them. How long is the, the labyrinth start to finish? Well, from minute, I go by minutes. Uh, if you go really fast, it could be three minutes. But the average person is probably going to take anywhere from uh, six to nine minutes to walk it. In terms of size, it's about 15 meters by 15 meters. And the path itself is about a um, little less than three feet uh, wide. And it snakes and turns. It's a serpentine path. Um, starts near left, goes up, cuts down to the lower right back up to the center and straight forward. And one of the things that I did with this design to make it unique, it's called a contemporary labyrinth, is I integrated two major symbols of the Camino. One is the yellow arrow or the arrow. And the other thing is the scallop shell. Yeah. So the outer shape of the labyrinth is the scallop shell. And then there's an arrow that goes right through it. And it points directly at the Cathedral of Santiago de Compostela. <laughs> it's really quite it's a really quite a genius thing that you've done to be honest peter uh when oh, this is a podcast so you can't see it i'm talking to peter via zoom and and the his uh, backdrop is the is the, the labyrinth design it's quite extraordinary um and i kind of feel, feel like most people would expect a labyrinth to just sort of be fairly typical but this is not very typical is it no this is extremely unique it's the only it's a one of a kind in the world and what, what really makes me excited about it is it's it's my gift uh, working arm in arm with the city of Palos de Rey to all the pilgrims that will come by. Uh, my numbers show that 55% of all the pilgrims will walk from Soria to Santiago de Compostela, those that walk Camino Frances. But um, so they walk by it, but then everybody else, the other 45% that started, say, St. Jean Piedeport, they walk by it too. So there's about 200,000 people that will walk right by this path every year. So it's really a gift to the pilgrims. It's my give back, uh, working again, arm in arm with um, the city of Palos de Rey, um, who provided uh, the, uh, a lot of services and gravel and so forth. And what's really cool is the color blue gravel that marks the path of the labyrinth is the same material that they use on the labyrinth, on the Camino, uh, just 75 meters away. So is there a sign on the on the Camino to show you where it is down the path? Uh, yes, um, not a blatant sign. As you know, when you walk along the Camino, there's those milestone markers. Yes. And Spain, they call those Mahonas. And um, I worked with a, a gravel, uh, a quarry, a granite quarry to create one. Um, it's not, um, you know, the, the yellow arrow or anything like that, but I, I created one. So it points them that, that when you're at, when you pass that shed where you get your stamp, it says, turn here and yeah, go right. down. Okay. And then once you get to the bottom of the hill, there's another granite marker that says right this way. Right. Okay. It's fantastic. So that's the labyrinth. You've made all these wonderful songs. You've worked with artists and visual artists, and this is your creative journey, this new energy that you've found. I'm certain there are people listening, Peter, who are wondering, how are you funding all of this? Uh, by myself, they were not. Uh, I did fund it, though. Uh, let me take that back. With respect to the labyrinth itself, I secured, uh, I couldn't do it all myself. I was the uh, majority 
uh, contributor, but I couldn't do it all myself. I would have gone broke. So I reached out to over a hundred different donors. Wow. Uh, I set up a, a GoFundMe site to promote the labyrinth in Spain. And that's where very uh, generous supporters would oh. make their contributions. Uh, in addition to that, the village of Palestra was just wonderful. They provide the gravel. Um, very interestingly, in Spain, due to high unemployment, various regions like Galicia work with displaced employees who want to change career paths. And the uh, region of Galicia had people in uh, school modules, so to speak, that were converting to landscaping. And so the city of Palestere secured those volunteer landscapers to join us on this journey. And um, without that assistance, this would not have been possible. So it wasn't just money, it was also uh, talent, um, talented labor um, that was graciously provided by the region of uh, Galicia. Tell us about Along the Way and the album that's dropping on, I think, April 18. Yeah, so uh, Along the Way, that that's sort of a, that leads off all my albums. And that came about because when you're on the Camino, at the end of every day, I'd ask somebody or somebody would ask me, how did it go? And I'd always start off, well, along the way this happened or along the way that happened. Yeah. And that's how all the st stories started. So I, I kept that for my first three albums. Along the way, the journey begins. Along the way, undaunted journey. Um, along the way, um, uh, journeys of life. And I uh, will be releasing the first song on the fourth album. Uh, it's called Along the Way Love. Uh, on April 18th, uh, that song is called Give Me, Give Me Another Kiss. And that's an electronic dance music type song. And you might ask, well, why why love? Well, there's love stories on the Camino. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's love of the Camino. There's there's love of God or, or divine. And then there's love of people and friends that you make uh, while walking the Camino. So this is this is just next chapter of, of my um, album series. Let's have a listen to along the way. Call me. 
So it's interesting, um, just on your website, and I can see that um, a wonderful quote from Dag Hammarskjöld says, the longest journey is the journey inwards. And then under that it says, and I think this is really fabulous, pilgrims do the walking, the labyrinth does the talking. Yeah, I just sort of, um, I felt that, you know, the, the labyrinth speaks to people in many, many different ways. And there was a um, a person with multiple sclerosis that I met at the labyrinth. And boy, it just opened up her heart, gave her a big lift. And to see that was just uh, very, very, very wonderful. Another woman uh, of Chinese descent uh, sat by the entrance to the labyrinth. And I said, oh, I'll take a picture of you there. And as I did, a sunray, a sunray went right through her body, literally. And I have that on film. It's on my website. Um, it's just amazing. It, so that just, you know, certain things were meant to be. And uh, it seems like I was supposed to be there at that point in time. You started the interview by telling us about how you were a broken man. How are you now? Well, I think spiritually, I'm I'm filled with uh, greater joy and happy, happiness. I think there's a connection there. I, I wrote one song called "Walking with Angels," and when you're walking on the Camino, you're you're very grateful that that you're there first of all, and second, you know that you can't do it alone. And in my case, I felt like there were angels walking with me, helping guide me. So spiritually, I think that there's been a big off, uplift through all my songs. Uh, physically, I'm in really good shape. Uh, coincidentally. Uh, after I uh, did my Camino the following year, I went back to Malaga, Spain. I mentioned earlier that I participate in sports, uh, masters track and field to be specific. And I do an event called the high jump. And um, I rebounded and I won the world championships in the oh. high jump for my oh. racket. in Malaga, Spain. <laughs> you know? That's great. So, and here, here you were at the start of the interview telling us that you found yourself, you weren't even able to run 10, 10 yards. That's exactly right. It's it was a miracle of sorts, and um, I uh, I feel blessed because of that. Okay, so the album's coming out. Uh, you back in May to celebrate the one year anniversary of the labyrinth. You now have this wonderful contribution and and legacy in a sense. What's next? Well, um, I'm going to be visiting with uh, Palestine Ray. I have some other. Um, ancillary type projects to discuss with them. Um, Palestine Ray is a beautiful community. A lot of their main attractions, however, are not uh, near the Camino path. Uh, there's a beautiful, beautiful castle that they refurbished, but that could be you know three to five miles away. Uh, there's a beautiful Whitewater River Rapids location with a beautiful path that leads to it, but that's not on the Camino path. That's three to five miles away. So I have some ideas I'd like to share with them to see what can we bring um, that would provide the, the pilgrims that pass through or the pilgrims that stay there that evening an additional activity. And I think the labyrinth is just the start. Yeah, I love Palace del Rey. I've uh, been there three times. Um, and I think I know the pilgrim store you're talking about. Is it is it down the narrow staircase on the right-hand side? Exactly, on your right-hand side, yeah. uh, so say the story, yeah, yeah, Ava. Yeah, yeah, there you go, right? I know, well, if you go back up the stairs a little, there's a little restaurant on the left-hand side, and my sons and I were there in September. We were waiting for their mother and, and our friend Claudette to arrive, and they said, oh, you know, I'm really hungry. I said, well, I think this is the place that I first tried acorn haimon, and... <laughs> And I went into to the fellow uh, behind the counter and I said, is, is that right? He said, go and sit back outside. And I said, my sons are here. They'd love to try it. You know, well, he went all this trouble, this big song and dance about it, you know, and explained it to the boys and took them through the whole journey, you know, and even showed them back, you know, behind the kitchen where everything was hanging up and sort of talked them through this wonderful journey. And then we tried it. It was just absolutely beautiful was really really lovely lunch and then of course you know it's so cheap it's crazy when you when you you pay the bill you think oh gosh really we should be paying double you know it's 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 crazy isn't it and then and then there's another restaurant that you go down the left and down by the town square there's a very famous old restaurant there where they lined up down the street i can't think of the name of it now uh, Polperia. yeah Polperia. 
which is very difficult to get into. We luckily got in that night and it was one of the best meals we had on the entire Camino. It's great. I'm so pleased that you've made this connection with that regional town because it may inspire other people to do the same thing, Peter. You mentioned that it took a while for you to get a response, but how has it been dealing with them but since and and is there a is there is there a real barrier in terms of language and 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 your comprehension of of spanish and spanish culture well i, I don't think that there's is there a technical barrier yes you know i speak a lot of english i, I speak un poquito <laughs> espanol um but you know in this book that i had the alchemist uh there's a universal language that he refers to and that's enthusiasm and when you exhibit this enthusiasm, like you do in, with your show and talks to your various people and so forth, it just breaks down all barriers. Yeah. And I think that that helps in addition to having a Spanish angler um, translator, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, Jacobo Cure. Uh, he's been right there all along providing his services to help make this dream a reality. Yeah, how great. That's fantastic. Well, I just think it's a wonderful story and I wish you all the very best with it. I wish I were there on May the 7th to help you celebrate, but I know for a fact that I will one day walk your labyrinth or our labyrinth or the Camino's labyrinth or del Camino outside Palace Terre because it's just wonderful. The photographs are absolutely beautiful. You can see them on imjourneyman.com on Peter's website. I often finish uh, my interviews by asking people my guests to tell us a Camino story. Uh, you're the storyteller. Tell us a Camino story, Peter. Well, thank you. I, I, I have a, lots, obviously, but I'm going to focus on one. And um, it's tied to a, um, a painting. It's also tied to a, a song that I wrote. And it's called, the song is called Go Blank. And the way this song came about was, is on my first day on the, my Camino, it's like the gun went off, go. And you're looking around, go where? I just follow the path. And I looked at it around and, okay, well, I'll walk with her. <laughs> you know, I didn't know her name, but I yeah. uh, found out her name was Linda. And we walked and then it rained heavily. Well, little did we know that um, she, uh, her, her socks, she didn't have waterproof boots, so her socks swelled and created a blister. And so um, we started walking every day because I'm like, okay, I got to help her because she's hobbling. I'll walk with her. And one day she pronounced to me, it's like, Pete, you know, I've been taking care of my 95-year-old grandmother and I, I did everything I could to make sure she was taken care of when I went on my Camino. But right now my, my mind is blank. I cannot think of anything. All the worries that I had have lifted and I feel great. And so from that, I uh, wrote a song called Go Blank. And it's about her experience where she, she literally, she went, she said she was blank for two days during our uh, Camino. And, and that's, that's about the journey and, and this, this euphoric feeling that you can get by really releasing all your tensions. It's almost like uh, throwing your rock away at um, the, the Iron Cross rock pile, right? It's, it's getting rid of some of these burdens. She did that. And she did it by going blank. Oh, can, can I play that song in there, do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, let's do Oh, my gosh, let's, let's, let's hear it. Go Blank, Peter. Is that on Spotify? Can people listen to that? Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, all the major streaming platforms. So if I, go, if, if I search for Journeyman, that's where I'll find you on Spotify? Yeah, it helps to um, add a phrase like along the way. And that'll get you right to the albums. Fantastic. Well, look, it's been a real pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for reaching out to me. And congratulations on on being the journeyman. Congratulations on the dedication. Congratulations on creating this, this cultural and spiritual connection with the beautiful little town of Palace del Rey. And the songs and the music, good on you. I, I'm just so delighted that somebody has, and you, of course, has... has found yourself at rock bottom but managed to get yourself out of that and to create a new you and it's encouraged and and brought so much joy to so many others as well thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me peter and buen camino thank you very much dan i've really enjoyed speaking with you and 
And yes, you're absolutely right. I, I felt that if I could help, you know, I have creative talents that have been bottled up for a long period of time, and now I'm giving back. And if somebody can inspire, I can inspire somebody else, then they can help use their talents and then inspire other people as well. So it's a chain reaction type of a thing that I hope to achieve. Buen Camino. Buen Camino. My guest this week was the American pilgrim Peter Larvin. You can find him via iamjourneyman.com. A very special thank you to my Patreon sponsors, Alan and Allison, who joined the team this week. You can sponsor me by visiting patreon.com forward slash Dan Mullins. As I said at the top of the podcast, I was in Oxford in the UK a few years ago and sat at the seat where Lewis Carroll wrote in his journal each day tales that would eventually be Alice in Wonderland. There's a scene in the book where Alice says to the Cheshire cat, would you tell me please which way I ought to go from here? Well, the cat said, that depends a good deal on where you want to get to. Alice said, I don't much care where. The cat said, then it doesn't matter which way you go. But Alice said, so long as I get somewhere, the cat said, oh, you're sure to do that if you only walk long enough. <laughs> Thank you for your company this week and every week. Until next week, I'm Dan Mullins. Buen Camino. Somewhere along the way, somewhere